It is Jamiroquai with All Right. You cannot listen to Jamiroquai and not feel happy. Uh, at one point, he was the man with the most extensive hat collection, or so it was said in the world of entertainment. I don't know if that still rings true, but probably. Uh, <laughs> it is just said breakfast with myself, Bridget Masinga, on this Saturday morning. And what is in a meteor or a shooting star? I must admit, I am one of those people that cannot differentiate the two, but that's probably because I'm not a geek in that sense, or I'm not an astrophysicist like our next guest, or our first guest rather for this morning, Professor Carolina Odman, who's a professor of astrophysics out at the University of Western Cape. She joins me now to help us figure out what is a meteor and what is a shooting star. Good morning, Professor Carolina. Bridget. How are you? Good, good, good. Yourself? I'm fantastic. So apparently I, I missed a great event in the skies a few days ago. Yes, that's right. <laughs> uh, on the 24th. <laughs> on the, I miss every event in the skies, I must admit. They, there was some Twitter chatter amongst people trying to figure out what it is that they saw in the sky, whether it was a meteor or whether it was a shooting star or a series of shooting stars. But I mean, to be quite honest, most of us would not know the difference. So educate us a little bit. Firstly, what is a meteor and how different is it from a shooting star? <laughs> well, a meteor um, and a shooting star are essentially the same thing. They are a piece of rock that is, exists naturally out in space, and it comes in, uh, it, it meets the Earth on its orbit around the sun, mm-hmm. and so it burns up in the upper reaches of the atmosphere. So as it starts entering the atmosphere, it causes friction, like rubbing against the air, because mm. there's no air out in space, and that heats it up and then burns it up, which is why it glows, why we can see it. Uh-huh. So a shooting star that you'll see, like, shooting through the sky and you make a wish, mm-hmm. that will probably be a rock. It could be as small as a grain of sand. Uh-huh. Um, when they are bigger, they can be meteors. If they're big enough for fragments to actually land on Earth and for them not to completely burn up in the atmosphere, mm. then we call them meteorites when they, we pick them up on the ground. But all of those are of natural origin. Aha. Uh-huh. Now we also have... Yes. yes. No, continue, Professor, continue. Okay. <laughs> then we also have uh, man-made stuff that causes um, these beautiful phenomena that we can see. And mm-hmm. that was the case a few days ago. Aha. Uh-huh. So, we have a fairly active space program. We hear about, you know, Elon Musk's rockets going up and uh, this, you know, and uh, NASA and so on, the European Space Agency, the Chinese, the Indian. There's a lot of countries that actually have the capacity to go up in space and they launch satellites and they build space stations and things. So space is quite a busy uh, area around the Earth, in fact. But when they put things up, they tend to cause um, space junk as well. Aha. I love how you talk about it, like space is quite a busy area around the Earth, as if we can just hop on a train and go see this amazing area. So how common common is it uh, for for us to to either see or experience meteors? Because there's always particles, right, Uh, flying around and orbiting uh, around the Earth or in outer space. 
So, in fact, you could probably see shooting stars every evening. Mm. Um, right now, it's a little bit cold to be outside. <laughs> but after sunset, as it goes dark, mm. and if you look up, eventually, so you can see several things. You can recognize planes because they blink and they don't move very fast across the sky. Yes. But you can also see satellites. So they look like tiny stars, but they just move um, and they don't blink. And they sort of appear and they move across and then they disappear. And that's because their solar panels reflect the sun mm. just in the right direction for us to see them. And then when they disappear, it means that they reflect the sun, you know, in another direction so we yes. can't see them. Um, and then uh, when it comes to space debris, like the first stages of rocket boosters and things like that, that mm. tend to be discarded. Um they make a, uh, you know, they orbit a little bit around the Earth and then they fall back down onto Earth. And so they make a re-entry. And if they're quite large, like we've seen last week, which is very impressive. I mean, it broke up into lots of pieces in the atmosphere and thing. It was really quite spectacular. Mm. Um, then, yeah, then uh, then they appear also to to go, to travel slowly across the sky and break up. And then they, it's like a slow shooting star, if you will. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So basically, there's always some kind of activity and you just need to differentiate because these are not a once in every cycle kind of occurrence. This could be a regular thing. You just need to look up and know what you're looking for. That's right. That's right. And it's always good to look up at the stars because if you think about it, you know, here in South Africa, we have some beautiful, beautiful places that are far from cities where we have the most beautiful night skies. Mm. And just taking the time to look up and just imagine how big and, and infinite and cold it is out there is, you know, is, is a really lovely experience. And I don't know if your listeners are in such areas or have been to places like Sutherland, where the night sky is so, so beautiful that there's lots of telescopes up there. Mm-hmm. But it's really... You know, the South African sky is, is, is really a national treasure, if you ask me. <laughs> <laughs> well, you are a little bit biased also. <laughs> uh, yes, <laughs> I am. Absolutely. I think, Sutherland, uh, you know, you are not the first astrophysicist to, to tell us that we, we must put Sutherland on our to-go visit list uh, and purely just to be able to look up at a beautiful, clear sky. So we might just take you up on that and, and eventually make our way to Sutherland. Yes, please do. Please do. Awesome. That would be amazing. Professor Carolina, thank you so much for enlightening us this morning. That was uh, Professor Carolina Odman, and uh, she's a professor of astrophysics out at the University of the Western Cape. So there you have it. If you think you saw a meteor, you probably did. If you think you saw a shooting star, you probably did, because essentially it's one and the same thing, just different compositions as the professor went on to elaborate for us. So whenever you see uh, an opportunity to just go outside into your garden and look up at the sky and see whether or not you can differentiate, is it a meteor, a shooting star? Is it a satellite? Is it a Boeing? Uh, (laughs) You know, absolutely go out and have that adventure, especially with the kiddies. It's uh, 20 past 7 o'clock right here on Jet Set Breakfast. We're going to take a quick break and then we come back. Remember, you can share with us how you relax. Uh, send us those voice notes on course, uh, WhatsApp as well as our Twitter. Uh, we are standing by to share with everybody uh, some tips that you might show. Maybe you, you can't relax and that's okay as well. Feel free to share that on our WhatsApp, SMS as well as Twitter lines on uh, at SAFM Radio.